In this week's episode, we have a lot to cover with the Tokyo Game Show 2022. And we talk about two high-profile titles getting leaked online. I'm Barry. And I'm Anthony. This is episode 67 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. Games. What games have you been playing? Oddly enough, not much, considering I've been stuck at home with COVID for this week. So as I am surprised you've not been playing anything. Um, I've actually started diving into Mortal Phoenix Rising. Oh, you were playing that last week, weren't you? Yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. We have played a little bit more of Stardew Valley. Yes, so we did. So close to completing the uh, resource center. Two items we need to wait till summer for them. Yeah. The thing is, I actually received my Steam Deck earlier in the week, and I have not played anything on it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's got thousands of legitimately acquired ROMs, um, but I, I've barely played anything. I had a quick go to test. I'd set up Xbox Cloud Streaming correctly, and that's it. Are you going to be playing on the Steam Deck when we play Stardew now or something? Um, I don't know. I don't know how difficult it'll be to be in a chat at the same time. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be sat at the desk where my Xbox is, so no point. So you might, you might if, as well. if I'm on a loo, you know, I can carry on. Um, Great. Thanks for sharing that. In all fairness, it does say on the box, you know, on the loo. Oh, yeah, actually, I didn't check this box to see if it did say on the toilet, but I'm pretty excited. Oh, okay. It does seem slightly different from the original Steam Deck I got, though. It seems significantly How do you quieter mean? on the fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Still, is audible, but it's... I can't explain it. It's more of like a... Maybe maybe you had a dodge one last time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I have heard that there's different revisions that they've been doing as they go along so maybe okay. they just put better quality fans in it perhaps oh uh, yeah but at least they haven't increased the price and decreased the fan or anything <laughs> like playstation has you know <laughs> i was going to say who would be so diabolical as to do such a thing oh although in all know. fairness apparently that playstation 5 revision runs a little bit cooler and consumes less energy how i'd love to know how so it sounds like they've put more efficient internals, but still put it in the massive case. Actually, just before we get on to our news, on. there's rumours of yet another PlayStation 5 revision coming out. What? Why? So Sony are looking at doing a PlayStation 5 with a detachable optical drive. Why? I think it's for two reasons. This is assuming it's correct. One... It means that they only have to really make one model the PlayStation. They don't have to do a one with a disk drive and one so without. Can, yeah, and then later on, they could buy a disk drive separately, I guess, to put on themselves. Exactly. It's an option for people to pick up a disk drive later on, uh, of which yeah. actually there's been a rumor for the Xbox Series S might get one eventually as well. Do you know That'd be handy because I, I did get the S and I absolutely love it, but there's just a couple of disk games that I'd love to be able to play. Also, be my DVD player again. <laughs> So I've got a DVD player and my Xbox Santa Shop next to each other. Yeah, I don't know. See, I've still got my Xbox One X. Yeah. So we use that for disk-based stuff. At the moment, I don't think I'd want an external drive for me S. I remember having the HD DVD drive for the Xbox 360. And it was just more clutter. Yeah, but it's going to be like a slimline version, surely maybe maybe it would be maybe it wouldn't be a big chunking thing like the hd yeah. dvd drive the other reason i would imagine they do it is if they're selling what is primarily a digital first console it's going to start pushing a lot more people towards getting digital versions of games if you've got a removable optical drive then what you might do is think i'll unplug it because i'm not using it at the moment and then you go to buy a game and you're like oh I have to go plug that thing back in. It's another thing hanging off the side. Do you know what? I'll just go on the PlayStation Store and buy it the same price or near enough same mm. price. All right. So there's a way to kind of tailor people towards getting digitally. Maybe, maybe. I, I could be completely wrong, to be honest. Well, we know Sonia Dirty Scrubs, so let's get on with the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Don't. We probably get loads of hate for this. <laughs> I think we might do anyway. But... <laughs> Just before we start, we'd like to say a massive thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Short Gizmo and Bobby Socks. Without your support, well, in all fairness, we probably wouldn't be able to afford a cup of coffee to get through the episode. 
Should we go into the news? We've got quite a lot of news around Tokyo Game Show and quite a lot of news around not the Tokyo Game Show as well, actually, oh, this week. Absolutely tons of it. And so I'm going to lead, lead into this. Oh, I know this is your favorite topic for the podcast. Sonic, again, we can't seem to get away from Sonic at all. I feel like either Sega's doing it on purpose or you are just like holding it off and then going <laughs> every week, you're like another one, another one, another one, just to you know, throw me into a spiral. But this one isn't a game, though. It is the TV series coming to Netflix. Yeah, so Sonic Prime, we've had like a teaser teaser. Now we've got a trailer teaser. I like the anime style. It seems to have the Sonic Boom animation, but it's not got like the really weird character. The Sonic Boom proportions. <laughs> Yeah, I really, honestly, seeing Sonic and Knuckles stood the way the proportions are puts me off on that show. The only thing I don't really like, and this is just uh, artistic choice, is when he's running and his leg goes into the figure eight yeah. elastic band sort of shape. I feel like there should be one for each foot, not just one central red ring underneath him when he's running think, what, it, two know, different red streaks rather than just one red yeah streak. it just looks like he's a bit unbalanced yeah. that's all but it's not a deal break it's not as if his arms are blue or anything <laughs> can you imagine yeah sonic boom what we do is we'll make sure it's in the show notes if you want to watch it but i'm excited for it i'm definitely excited to watch it with the boys as well samson asher will definitely enjoy this yeah i'm gonna have to ring my brother up and go can I have your netflix password <laughs> it's only a brief trailer yes shows shadow doesn't really give anything away as far as i can tell what's the big cat called he's called big the cat oh it's big the cat i, I call him Idiot. big Blue at first but i know he's big something i know it's big <laughs> i'm sorry he's sonic the hedgehog i couldn't quite remember how exactly the word the name went for him <laughs> what's teeth big the cat called it's called big the cat at least he doesn't sound like he's just been lobotomized in that, though. Froggy, where are you, Froggy? Yeah. It seems weird actually seeing him talk properly. <laughs> so there you go. That was relatively painless. That's all the Sonic news that I've got for this week. All right, whatever. Until next week. <laughs> Told you, you're keeping it stored up somewhere. Yeah, I'm there ringing Netflix. Hey, Netflix, do me a favor. We've got a podcast coming out this week. Could you just hold that trailer until next <laughs> week so I can put it in the next episode? Yeah, cheers. Bye. Just want to wind up my co-host. I'd find something else to wind you up with. Just seeing you winds me up. Going on something that not only will make me happy, but will make a lot of gamers happy. Microsoft have released an update that fixes the need to be online to install disc-based games. I think this is a fantastic step in the right direction. It was a strange one I thought for them to put in. And the 360 never had the DRM checks. So why did it put into the Xbox One? A lot of people are going to appreciate it because then they're not restricted to having to be online. You know, if there is something, you know, say the internet does go down, they can still play it in some way. I think there are other reasons than just needing to do it. Why? Oh, yeah. You needed to be connected online. For example, some games that are branded as Xbox One and Xbox Series X games only contain one or the other version on it, so they might only have the Xbox One data. And in some cases, it's not the full game. Like the most egregious one was, I think it was a Tony Hawk's game that literally had the tutorial. Nothing else was on the disc. Everything else needed to be downloaded. But in terms of the prosperity of these games... The fact that you don't need to do that check and it will allow you to install and play at least what's on the disc is a massive step forward, as you say. It is, especially if, say, I don't know, many years down the line, the Xbox has no longer got connectivity to the store and that. You know, say you want to pull out your game when it turns retro game and play game on it. You can still do it at that point rather than yes. just having a game and an Xbox with nothing to do with them. Yeah. So I kind of guess it helps with the preservation in that side. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that's really being overlooked by a lot of companies, the preservation of these titles. Yes. Now, this doesn't cover every single game that's on a desk. This is only for Xbox One and Xbox Series X titles. So if you've got the disc of them, as long as it's got all the data on it, you're good to pop it in and start playing straight away. 
obviously if it requires like online play or anything that's a whole nother thing however game pass titles obviously still need a connection to the internet because you'd need it anyway to download the title yeah xbox 360 backwards compatible and original xbox backward compatible titles also need an internet access again they don't run directly from the disc what they do is they see you've got the disc in and download it from the xbox store so is this gonna be the same for any games you buy from the store or is that going to be locked out so you have to be online for them or like a digital game you've bought sorry no because you are online when you download it aren't you so you've got yes. the license for your console then what yeah, this was like, um... is do you remember when we were talking about issue with playstation consoles where the cmos battery went oh yeah yes and if you can't connect to sony's servers it can't reset it the time so it won't let you play even your disc games or pre-installed yeah. games This was a similar issue for the Xbox. What happened was, if you bought a game, and just say your internet went down, but you've got a disc game that you've never played before, the first time you put it in, you can't play it. You need to be online for that initial time. See, I thought so. So any games that you've bought and downloaded onto your Xbox, you have to Mm -hmm. play if you go offline. Yeah, even disc-based ones, as long as you've been online that initial time, you can still play them offline. This removes that requirement for the disc-based games, at least for the yeah. Xbox One and Series X titles. So it, it's positive news. It's not the most glamorous news, but it's positive. Better than none. All right. Leak time. We do love a good leak, don't we? Yes, they're so yummy. I know. Delicious. Uh, be careful of any leaks in your boat, though. Now... <laughs> GTA 6 and Diablo 4 have both had pretty major leaks in the last week or two. Uh, GTA's had a, quite a lot of videos come out of it. Yeah, it, literally 24 hours apart. Oh, were they? Is that it? Flipping out. Yeah, yeah. GTA 6 had a massive leak, and then a day later, Diablo 4, I want in on that action, and they had their own <laughs> massive leak. <laughs> now, do you feel this is tactful, or do you think this was... Um. I don't think it was intentional, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> so GTA 6 had 90 videos released, all of a few minutes each. So it shows that GTA 6 will be returning to Vice City once again. But not only that, you can play as a female character as well, which is a first for any GTA game. Is this in the story mode, is it? Yeah. I went to see if I could see any of these videos, but they'd already been taken down, and I went not go hunting too much for them. Just so people are aware. These leaked videos will not be in the show notes for obvious reasons. <laughs> we don't want to get hit. Yeah, take two in Activision have far more money than we do. Obviously, no one wants all the data leaked online, and I think rightly so. Rockstar and Take Two are unhappy that all this information's been leaked online, especially considering they've never actually publicly had a chance to announce the game. Because a lot of people are already actually moaning about the quality of this title that's never officially been revealed. I know, I'd love that, but what a sucky way for it to get released. They must have been planning a reveal for it to come out. I think Rockstar Games had an intrusion, didn't they? So it looks like it was possibly... Yeah, they haven't announced how it was done, but they have said no personal information has been uh, deleted and it shouldn't have any effect on the gaming servers. I reckon this has probably been a socially engineered intrusion. You know, someone's got someone to reveal their password by pretending to be, I don't know, a manager or someone been invited Mm. to maybe a Slack or a Teams channel and been able to get the videos from there or something similar. It's sad, and obviously this must be upsetting for the publishers to have it just thrown out there. And they've just gone, we've worked so hard on this, we're getting slated for it because we've not even ready to release images of it yet and it just leaked and a lot of people know about it now so all these videos they're not videos that you'd show off either apparently they're just videos of people having various interactions and testing them within the game but they're still using a lot of assets from gta 5 and red dead redemption as well as like animations textures bits like that and a lot of people are going, oh, this game looks rubbish using the exact same animation as Red Dead Redemption. And it's like, well, 
it's probably still in like a prototyping phase, I would imagine. Yeah, they're just kind of seeing what engine works best and trying to put it all together. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't if you're trying to test out a new feature in a game and you've already got the animations you need from another game. You're not going to create brand new ones while you just test and see if it's even fun, for example, or if it works. No, and I just don't see why people need to do things like this. I don't know. I, well, I can see why they do it. I just don't understand why they do it. Obviously, they want to do it because then that makes them internet famous, doesn't it? Yeah, well, they just want to ruin it for the people. Internet infamous, I guess they'll be. Now, Rockstar have said that this shouldn't make any difference with the development of the title. That's a good thing, because potentially it could have derailed it by weeks or months, you know, while they're investigating and that. Yeah. However, the person or the group that's actually got all this data from Rockstar has now seemingly invited them to uh, negotiate with him. Yeah, And has a very thinly veiled threat that it will release more source code assets and videos in the future that's just that's just uh no offense if they do get into conversations and obviously wants to negotiate a deal i'm fairly certain they'll find out who the person is and <laughs> yeah i can't see this ending well for it no i don't see this anywhere from at all <laughs> the negotiate deal the police would already be involved they'd already be trying to locate the hacker you mm. know cybersecurity everything else they'll already be trying to get hold of this person so if they try to go into a deal and try to get the deal sorted I don't see this person being able to hide behind a sort of shroud of mystery for long. Well, they have already confirmed that they have passed any relevant details across to the FBI to investigate. Well, there you go. So I think this person needs to cut and run, but I'm pretty certain he's going to get caught. I did spot a comment where someone said, wow, he went to five-star wanted level really quickly. <laughs> Do you know what? I did see that as well. <laughs> Not quite as nefarious as this one, but... As we mentioned before, Diablo 4 has also had almost 45 minutes of footage leaked online as well. I think the way it was leaked was very sucky. They obviously... Yes. Said, so so go on, for anyone listening, how was it leaked online, this footage? Did, was it like cyber intrusion? Did the Mission Impossible style go through the vents and steal a pen drive with footage? What exciting way did they do it? You know, I'd love to tell you Yes, but actually it was just that an alpha tester streamed it to someone else who they must have known or something and they just screen recorded the gameplay and then posted that online. So it's not like it was hacked. It's not like, you know, someone walked to the building, stuck a pen drive into the PC and downloaded it all. It just was screen shared from, as I said, I'm assuming it's his friend who he thought he could trust. <laughs> um, well, with friends like that, who needs enemies? Uh, yeah, exactly. That obviously would have got the alpha test in trouble because I reckon yes. that they would have known who that was. So that would be him in trouble and the person leaked it in trouble as well. I would imagine that alpha tester is no longer testing anything else in future. No, no, he's unfortunately going to have a black mark next to his name. Yes. <laughs> But then again, in all fairness, that's a really sucky thing for someone to do. You know, if you're going, oh, I'm testing new Diablo, and like, oh, let me see. You're like, I'll, sh- I'll share my screen with you. And then they record it. That was a really stupid thing to do. Because it was signed NDAs. Yeah, so they are not allowed to show reveal it to anyone. So what's the friend done? You go, well, I didn't sign the NDA, so I'll post it online. Exactly. But... The stupidity of humanity at times. <laughs> no matter how stupid you think people are, they'll always go above and beyond to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they'll always surprise you. I'll say surprise you. Just never be surprised. <laughs> just, just never put yourself in a situation, please. And just really quickly before we get on to the Tokyo Game Show news, a handheld console that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, again being linked online, has now been officially announced. Yeah, so the Logitech G Cloud has now been officially unveiled. That leak did come to fruition because, in all fairness, it was very, very clear from the images, from the details, that this was a real thing. Now, yes. unfortunately, this looks like this would be the closest thing that we would get to an Xbox handheld. 
the specs. So it's still got the Snapdragon 720G, Wi-Fi 5. Unfortunately, we ha- just haven't got the RAM details. Yes, I would imagine the probably what was leaked a couple of weeks ago. Where it was was it four gig? It is four gig, but why would I not put eight at least? Like I know you said the switch runs on four, but if this is mm. gonna be a streaming only device, eight gig at least. Well, it has been confirmed you can install games from the Google Play Store straight onto this. Okay. So that RAM definitely would have helped there. Yes. Not being funny, when you're getting phones with like twelve gig of RAM in them. Well, yeah. A handheld with 4 gig designed to play games, probably one of the more demanding things that you do on an Android device. I just hope that this isn't in collaboration or in some sort of connection with Xbox, but because Game Pass... They have worked together because it has integrated Game Pass and Xbox streaming, so you can stream your Xbox to anywhere in the world with it as well for me that i'm i would have thought xbox would have pushed for a better spec for the device they don't care because you're running either off your own xbox at home or their servers online so as long as it gives a good enough connection to them there's no need for them to push for better specs i don't know if this thing comes across and it doesn't play well and if people are trying to stream and stuff like that Mm. especially on wi-fi 5 as well yeah wi-fi 5 it's good enough it's just could be better, especially for something that's dedicated streaming. Now, there is one thing I actually missed off here. The price. Oh, go on. What were we saying we reckon the price would be? I'm pretty certain I said between 130 to 170 Right. So, if we say dollars, would you say maybe like $180 then, roughly? Yeah, $170, $180 maybe. At the top. Right. This, if you pre-order it, you can get it for $50 off, and it will only cost you $299. What? That's with your $50 off. No, $349. Yes, that puts it squarely in the price of a Nintendo Switch OLED, or no. $50 short of a Steam Deck. No, no, that is disgusting. Absolutely not. Which, bear in mind, I can stream all of the same things on this Steam Deck. Yeah, I'm sorry, no. I just buy an Xbox and just don't go out with it. <laughs> just buy a Series S. You just buy an Xbox and become a social hermit. <laughs> yeah. No, that is that is absolutely ludicrous. That is beyond stupid. Yeah, I thought this was going to be like $150. I couldn't see it being more than that. Because then, if it was $200 or £200, you're competing with the... Nintendo Switch Lite, and I'd buy a Switch Lite over this. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I kind of feel like you left the pricing off just for this fact. Genuinely forgot <laughs> to put the price on, but I was looking at it going, oh, why haven't I put the price on? And I thought, see if Anthony's seen it yet. Ah, <laughs> oh, flipping it. Because we were like, 150 would be like the ceiling. Yeah, just double that. That's what I was thinking. No, that is absolutely stupid. They are available to pre-order on Amazon, but I would highly recommend people not to. do not buy this, unfortunately. Don't get me wrong, the hardware itself looks really nice. Not worth that price. But for a equivalent to a two-year-old mid-range mobile phone with gaming controls stuck on the side, no, not at all. Either pay the extra 50 and get a Steam Deck, or get yourself an OLED. Honestly, there's other Android handhelds that you could get for yeah. a third of the price that you could install those apps on as well. <sighs> it makes me feel sick hearing that. I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> that's, no. that's the price? Um, oh, and also, it is not cellular capable. It's all is it not? Wi-Fi. Yeah, that was another question we had when we were talking about it. Because well, there's a little, uh, looks like a little flap on top that could open up. Micro SD card slot. Oh, okay. Now, before we get on to some of our highlights from the Tokyo Game Show uh, 2022, we would like to ask for your support. The easiest way you can do this for free is by leaving a review on your favourite podcasting app. Alternatively, if you're able, you can visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as £1 per month, where you'll receive ad-free versions of the podcast, and we'll even give you a shout-out in the next episode. Now, 
on to the Tokyo Game Show, where we're going to barely touch on anything at all because there was <sighs> a bit too much. There was lots. It was impressive. There was a lot of it. There was one game that's really, really, really tickled my fancy, uh, which we'll touch on at one point. Really quickly, before we get into some of these, um, just while we just mentioned the Steam Deck, did you see the Steam Deck booth that was there? No, I didn't. Well, Valve was there. They actually had an area with 300 Steam Decks just on a shelf. You could go up, pick them up. They weren't <sighs> tethered on or anything. What? And go sit on all these beanbags and just play. That's, that's awesome. Also, someone pointed out uh, the Sega booth. They had Persona 5 and they had the demo kiosks and they had Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, and then in the middle of them, Steam Deck. Oh, really? Yeah, so it looks like people are starting to adopt it as if it's like a fourth pillar of the consoles. That's very interesting. That is yeah. having such a stipulation within the gaming market already to be yeah, yeah. so forefront a gaming show. It, it was only released this year. So, was it last year? No, year? no, it was it pre-ordered it last year, but it, they only start shipping in April, I think it was. Yeah. So, that's actually really big significant impact they've had in such a short amount of time that it's been considered that much the reason they had such a big presence there is because they have made quite a big push into asia in the recent months okay so they're kind of starting to take a big step into the market so following from that tokyo game show we're kind of happy to have them there i would imagine with playstation raising the price on the ps5 quite significantly what was it 20 25 percent depending on the market oh yeah they look for alternatives. A lot of people, especially in Japan, seem to like the Nintendo Switch and it being portable. Well, a portable PC for less than the cost of the cheapest PlayStation 5. That, yeah. Although it's running at 720p on the screen, gives you comparable sort of quality to like PlayStation Steam. 4. Well, think about all the libraries you can access, just not one little handout console. Exactly. And if you don't want to do anything, you've got this massive Steam library, but if you want to fiddle with it there's so much more that you can get on it as well yeah sony are really shooting themselves in the foot a minute but that's that's a hole we're not going to go into come on we need to jump into right. this we've got so yes. much to cover konami so, is our first um publisher that we're going to go through we are i am surprised that we are talking positively about anything konami related to be honest it happens every now and then about anyone so not about konami it doesn't <laughs> no that's true oh what so they're not doing their slot machines now <laughs> Uh, yeah, the pachinko machines. No, no, they are most definitely still doing them. I know. So they've been teasing a game and everyone was like, oh yeah, it's going to be a Metal Gear Solid remake or remaster or collection. It wasn't that. And it most definitely wasn't a Rocket Knight Adventure one. No. Which personally I am devastated by. <laughs> However, one person that was very happy with this news was Phil. I know, we sat there, we get a message saying, oh, oh, oh look, look, we're like, what is it? His actual message was, Oh my gosh. Like, really, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I would imagine he's pretty happy about this. Is so, he? So, we could one sure. and two HD remasters getting released. I know. This is something which I don't think anyone's expected, if I'm completely honest. No, I think most people thought the Suikoden series was done. No. This is completely shadow announced. You know, no one thought for slightest this would be something that would see the light of day. And I feel like this is actually a quite a welcome game to come in. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about this series. At least just the first from two Phil. titles. Um, no, off of the people as well, but it's one of those that... <laughs> no, but just I from saw... Phil as well. Yeah, just from Phil. i seen Phil playing it. It looked like a traditional JRPG. You know, you make your party up and then you fight. And he's like, oh, yeah, I still need to get a last few members. So I'm like, all right, so you got a party of six, I think it was. And I'm like, how many more do you need? And I went, well, I'm on 84 now, so I don't think there's that many more. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and then the next thing, he's got this massive battle. There's all these little tiny, like, two-pixel tall fighters going, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? I played a lot of strategy RPGs like Shining Force and you get a roster of maybe 20 characters. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of characters. And he's like, yeah, I think there's like 101 or something. How do you get through all those characters? (laughs) I don't know. I think you definitely just pick your favorites. 
Yeah, there's no way. How long? No, Phil would be there, sat there for like hours picking his favorites, though. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, I'm excited for this to come because this is a very, very ex- well. Both of them are very, very expensive games, and to have modernized versions of them, I'm, I'm very happy about that. So for fans of this series, it's worth mentioning as well that we still also have Ayudin Chronicles 100 Heroes, which is releasing next year as well. That and Suikoden 1 or 2 both come out next year, so Play that's going to be many hours playing that one. If you're like Barry, you never get around to it. I must admit 100 Heroes does look like it's the more polished game. And... Oh, do you know what? I, I don't even know which one I'd want to play first. Well, 100 Heroes has come to Game Pass Day 1 as far as I'm aware. Okay, I know which one I'm definitely getting. <laughs> <laughs> so, for fans of this style of RPG, um, you've got to be spoiled next year. I know. Well, I, I know it's Tokyo Game Show. I know they're all about their JRPGs and RPGs, but there's so many yeah. of them this year. And while we're talking about being spoiled... Super Bomberman R is coming back. <laughs> Yay! You love to you love Bomberman. So you can spoil the sequel for me as well. <laughs> Look, I didn't spoil it. Okay, I used a tactical advantage to myself. I no, used you it like used it. the cheapest character. You done a <laughs> fill. You optimized the fun out of this game. So Super Bomberman R2. It was previously shown off back at a Nintendo Direct Mini. And one mode which does sound very interesting in the sequel is the castle mode where up to 15 players assault one player who's got to defend the castle and stop everyone. My question is, does that one player have a more of an advantage at all or is it just kind of, meh, here you go, see how, well, if you can hold off. <laughs> knowing Bomberman, if you can blow your allies up, I reckon half of those players ain't making it to this castle. <laughs> you know what, that's a good point. Actually. <laughs> so I, I think that's in the advantage. I would imagine maybe the single player can respawn where the others can't. Yeah, I reckon that could be quite good. And this again is getting released 2023, and it's coming to the Xbox One, Series X, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Steam, and the Switch. I'd be fun to look forward to. Mm-hmm. All right, another uh, publisher who had lots of show was Capcom. They had loads of show, and and we're just going to skip one. right over it all. <laughs> yeah, we're going to quickly run through it, stop for a moment on one that we really liked, and then carry on. Yes. However, the first one that we're going to bring up is Street Fighter VI. Now, this had absolutely loads to show. <laughs> There's so much of this being played through. I feel like this took up half of their show, and their show was like an hour. Mm. This is probably one of their like marquee titles, though. Yeah, obviously, it's if you think Capcom, you think Street Fighter. Now, with this, this has quite a unique um, shall we say feature within it I'm going to argue that it's not I'm going to argue it's been ripped off to be honest oh really ripped off from what I take it you're on about the world tour mode yes so I think I mentioned this I can't remember if it was on an episode with you or Phil but this reminds me of a lot of Shenmue which was originally meant to be a Virtua Fighter RPG. And this looks very much like what I would imagine that would have been had it stayed as a Virtua Fighter RPG. Okay. You can create your character, and they did show off a couple of designs. They didn't show off the character creation itself, but some of the results. And there was anything from from like a little old man to a cyborg to a woman with cat ears and, you know, all your normal fighter archetypes. We're all yeah. represented. And then they thought, I know, we'll show the rest of the demo with the most boring looking generic guy that I we know. could possibly make a guy in a tracksuit. Exactly. Why not be like, just make the most bizarre character and just go with it? And then it kind of gives it a unique feeling. Something more interesting than a guy in a tracksuit. I know. It looked like Little Mac before he'd actually got into the boxing ring. <laughs> So within the World Tour mode, another thing you can do is you can level up and meet other fighting characters and acquire their skills and signature moves as well to be part of your character. You acquire the skills. It makes like you sound like you Learn. go up to Ryu and like steal a Sudoku or something. I think it's probably a case of the the masters of different martial artists and 
I'm guessing you have to beat them to get their moves rather than they just show you. Yeah, I think you need to go seek them out in the world and go teach me your ways. I'm like, okay, if you can beat me, I'll teach you this move or whatever. So it looks like there is a good level of customization for your own character. They did also unveil four more characters, uh, all Street Fighter 2 staples. So you've got E-Honda, Blanket, Dalsim, and Ken is returning. And I'll be honest, I was surprised Ken wasn't one of the first characters released. Yeah, I was about to say. Because everyone knows Ken's better than Ryu. Oh, sorry, Ryu. 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 Sorry, that's like 30 years of saying his name wrong. <laughs> but no, again, if you think about Street Fighter, you think about Ken and Ryu. So why was Ken not part of the original roster? Yeah, he was even in the original one. I think he was I just... Why wasn't Ryu like? Uh, Ryu, Ryu. Oh, God's sake. Next, they showed off a bit of the multiplayer hub. Now, the multiplayer hub, I think, looked fairly interesting. Walking around, seeing other arcade machines. I think it's a unique way to show how you get into battles online. Walking up, say, I want to challenge you. Jump in that machine. I want this one. Let's go. Put your 50p on top. Yeah. I'm next. <laughs> but not only that, it looks like you can go in as a character you create in the World Tour mode. Maybe in the actual World Tour mode, it's like an area you go to for the multiplayer lobby. And that's where you see other players and you join games there, perhaps. I did notice very briefly, though that it's shown a Final Fight arcade. So I'm wondering if there might be a couple of old Capcom games in there as well. Since Final Fight was, I think, meant to be Street Fighter 2, but they wanted to keep it more like a traditional one-on-one fighter as well. It'd be nice little addition if they did put it into into the game. Yeah, it'd be nice. Though that would be very much like Shenmue, where you can go to an arcade and play all old Sega games in Shenmue. Okay. The thing is, being like Shenmue, it's not a bad thing. Unless it's the voice acting, in which case it's a very, very bad thing. <laughs> this is coming to the Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Steam. Seems a bit odd it's not coming to the Xbox One if it's coming to the PlayStation 4, though. I know. I think everyone needs to upgrade nowadays anyway, so... And yeah, the fact that you can play point. on the Xbox Series S. It's getting to the point where it's time to move on to the newest generation. Well, it's nearly two years, isn't it? Nearly yes. two years. I believe you said there was actually a closed beta for this coming up. Yeah, there's a closed beta. It's only on the PS5, Xbox, Series, and Steam. And it's from the 7th till the 10th of October. And it looks like it's going to be part of the Battle Hub. So it's, well, it's all online, mainly, it looks like, for the beta. But we'll know more details soon. Yeah, I'll probably give that a go. I've not played Street Fighter since. I think it was Street Fighter 4, because if I remember right, Street Fighter 5 was PlayStation exclusive. Now, this is a game that I'm actually really looking forward to. It looks fantastic, and it's called Exo Primal. Now, from the name, can you kind of gather what that could entail? Um, <laughs> yes, but only because I've seen the trailer, and it kind of <laughs> makes sense. Had I guessed Exo Primal, I don't know, a new Primal Rage beat him up, I don't know. Now, you go around in a exoskeletal mech suit fighting dinosaurs, basically. Yes. Just out of curiosity before we go on, did you see me description for this section in the notes? Fight dinosaurs in mechs, what not to like? Yeah, there you go. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, seeing the rift open, loads of lost raptors pour out, running towards you. Uh, do you know what? If I was in that game, seeing these hundreds of lost raptors running towards me, I would have to be scared. Yeah, be right. one of those. I don't think I've got enough bullets for this. <laughs> no, no chance. Well, like a T-Rex comes out or a Triceratops, they're going, it's one dinosaur, but my gun's not big enough. <laughs> yeah, to paraphrase Jaws, I'm going to need a bigger gun. <laughs> yeah. honestly it looks so simple but so exhilarating to do and it kind of looks like anthem but done yes better. i got very much anthem vibes yeah. which as we've mentioned before anthem is a great game there's just not a lot of it and unfortunately Eag sent it out to die no 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 it was a great game it tanked and then it's been left to rust well yeah. So maybe this could hopefully reinvigorate some of the Anexo skeletal game into the gaming market. 
You just want more mech games. That's what you're trying to say. Isn't it? <laughs> I, I do. Anything you mech just want or an more suit, mech I'm games done. where you shoot dinosaurs because everyone knows that's an underrepresented genre. Yeah. You, this is the first of its kind. I ain't seen something like this before. I'm in. I am in. And I know this would be definitely one for my brother to play as well because he's absolutely yeah. into his dinosaurs. No, this looks pretty good. Yeah, and I like the suits. The very Japanese style, like you said earlier, when we because we spoke about it just before. Looks like someone's come along, took the suits from Anthem, and then like smashed them with something like Warframe, doesn't it? It's oh, that was yeah. Between the two, I was like, this reminds me of another game, Warframe. <laughs> Again, it's not bad company to be in if it's reminding you of that game as well. Oh, it's a great game. Now, this is yet another 2023 release for Xbox One Series, PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, and Steam. So uh, we'll keep you updated with that one it's an on again because that was released a few months ago so how have i not seen it before i don't know but i'm glad i've seen it now yep briefly mentioned as well Mega Man battle network collection legacy collection is still a thing yeah it's that's coming soon so there. we've previously covered that one uh we'll leave a link to it in the show notes now moving on to koei tecmo atelier riser 3 has been announced which is a massive massive issue why because I've still not completed Atelier Riser. Yeah, but yeah, but I have Atelier Riser too. Yeah, but hang on, I've got one thing to say though. And I just picked up Atelier Sophie, which is a kind of like a, a different subseries. And yeah, all I've got to say is that issue. your issue because you keep buying these games and you can't play them, and you don't play them, or you don't have time to play them. So I fail to see how that's an issue to anyone else. Well, it's, it's an issue for me. It's an issue for me. But <laughs> Leave it that one. Atelier Riser, so the first game, I've not completed it, but it's a it's a really nice change of pace for a JRPG. Same sort of turn-based battle and that. But instead of being these ultimate states, you know, the ultimate darkness is going to destroy the universe mm. and the whole of time and you need to stop it, it's, it's not. It's kind of like, oh yeah, this thing happened. Should we go and see what it was? So it, there's not these huge stakes, or at least up to where I am, where everything is in peril. It's <laughs> the world's ending. That's it, it feels like when you were a kid, and you'd go into those couple of trees, and you're like, "This is a mysterious forest, and we're going on an adventure." It's it's that sort of feeling in a game, and it's it's really quite nice actually. Nice change of pace. It looked quite peaceful and relaxing as she was going around traveling around the world. Mm, there's a lot of crafting in it as well yeah. which I think the Atelier series as a whole has a lot of now this is coming to the Switch PlayStation 4 PlayStation 5 and although it's not confirmed I would imagine it's probably coming to Steam since the rest of the series is available yeah. there as well oh, screw you for skipping Xbox and, <laughs> yeah unfortunately this is one that isn't on Xbox and if anyone's interested in trying these out, Atelier Riser 1 and 2 are both 50% off on various online stores, including Steam. What, do you reckon it's to do LinkedIn with the release of the third one? or? Oh yeah, no, it, if you go on Steam, there's a massive Koei Tecmo oh, okay. Tokyo Game Show banner that you click in and they've got various games, including these at like 50% off. All right. So I, I'd definitely recommend it. At least the first one. I haven't played the <laughs> second but yeah I'm looking forward to that should we talk about the one that somehow both of us missed yes yes we should we need to make sure that news is playing in the background because I cannot believe it's been what has it been five months since this was sort of announced we didn't know about yes. it until today Barry please take it away because this is your area <laughs> so Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed now I had actually seen a banner for this and thought it was like some sort of Xbox Live arcade game that came out with the 2016 Ghostbusters for some reason and never actually clicked to see what it was about or look it up online this you get to live my personal <laughs> childhood dream of becoming a professional Ghostbuster yeah so you turn up you get to create a character and you get to join the Ghostbusters and yeah. go and catch ghosts but you don't just catch ghosts you can play as a ghost as well yeah I'm not entirely sure if it's 
specifically one of these asymmetrical 4v1 sort of games or whether that's just an option that you can do. I don't think so. But it looks pretty good going round and With a little basically sensor. wrecking the place trying to catch a single yeah, ghost. You just, you, just see the, uh, you just see the arc coming over and just sort of like everything destroyed as it arcs across the wall and that. As they say in the first Ghostbusters, yeah, let's split up. We can do more damage <laughs> that way. Now, this is one that it's not only coming to the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X and S and PC. It's coming in less than a month. 18th of October, this comes out. Yeah. And? Go on. And? Go on. Go on. No, you, you, you. Go on. Go on. It's coming to Game Pass. Oh, so we can just download it day one and just play it together. Uh, I guarantee this is one that if it, as long as it plays the way it looks and plays well, this is one we're going to be playing for a while. I, I reckon I'll be there, so I'll get home in the evening and Barry will be like, you coming on, you coming on, you coming on. Where are you, Anthony? You coming on? Come on, we're going to play Ghostbusters. You've got to remember one thing, though, the most important thing. What's that? Don't cross the street. <laughs> I think we should try it, just see what happens. See if it does, do it. <laughs> what, what is it? Try and imagine all life, as you know it, stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. <laughs> It's 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 not a game. What's the worst that can happen? Uh, but I, I God, I want to watch go. I, like I saw this trailer and I just couldn't help but smile, especially when the Ghostbusters theme starts. Yeah, as, as as we're going through, we saw this video and and I meant to mention it to Barry, but forgot. So as we're you know put the note together, we're chatting together, on we can see each other, and he starts going. So Ghostbusters one, and his smile as he's listening to the uh, trailer, he was like. Yes. While we're talking about games coming to Game Pass as well, yes. you saw another one? Yeah, so there was a surprise announcement, literally out of nowhere, of Nino Kunai, Wrath of the White Witch Remastered. So it's finally come to Xbox and Game Pass, and it came on the day of the Xbox uh, showcase from uh, TGS. So 15th of September that came out. So... If you want, you can go pick up now, start playing it. It's in the Game Pass, and it's a fantastic game to play. It's one that I've not played, but I'm pretty certain you have. Yeah, it's an absolutely beautiful-looking game. It's, you know, some people go, oh, it looks like a cartoon. This genuinely does, at times, look like you're playing a cartoon. But not only that, they've also announced Nino Kunai 2 Revenant Kingdom, which is also due next year as well. And I kind of guess that that will also be coming to Game Pass. We can hope. Yeah, we can. Hope. It, it kind of. I'm let. I kind of feel like if the first one is, surely the second will be. Not necessarily. Maybe they've just put the first one in to drum up a bit of interest because I think this was originally a PlayStation Three exclusive. Maybe PlayStation Four. Yeah. I can't quite remember. And to see it coming to the Xbox, that's that's fantastic. Seems to be a lot more Japanese-centric games heading towards the Xbox of Noses, even if we don't get all of them looking at you until the Arise of Free. <laughs> and last but not least, there's one that I really like the look of, which is Power World. Now, what was your thought on this one? Well, I watched this and went, oh, this is blatantly a Pokemon ripoff. Yeah. It looks bright, colourful, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it looks like Pokemon just with, like, off-brand Pokemon. And then I was watching the trailer, and the next thing, they're, like, abusing these Pokemon-esque creatures and forcing them to work in, like, a mine or something. Yeah. And then someone's pulling a gun on someone else. Pulls a machine gun to I'm like, oh, this... I'm like, this got dark quick. <laughs> yeah. At one point, I was watching the trailer, and this... This pal pulls out a flipping Gatling gun and just starts mowing things down. You're like, what the heck's happening here? You're like, there was depending on which trailer you watch, there was one where at the end there was one of like these rocket launchers unfold and it's just like carpet bombing this entire area. <laughs> this, yeah, it looks very, very bizarre and interesting. Yeah. Um, the way I would describe it, it's like a, it's a Pokemon-like open world game, but with guns. Yes. But with a lot of guns by the looks of it. What I also look of is the crafting style of it. Now, this is done by the makers of Craftopia. And I like any game that's got some sort of crafting style elements to it. Now, again, this was announced quite a few months ago. And I saw it and it was 
only going to be on PC and Steam at first, but they've just announced it's coming to the Xbox One and Series X as well next year. All right. No PlayStation release? Nope. Stuff you PlayStation. I thought, however, Nintendo might have been up for this one, but um, I don't know, maybe not. There's quite a maybe few Pokemon rip off with guns. <laughs> yeah, you could guarantee you'd get angry parents. Oh, oh yeah. it's disgusting! This new Pokemon. I'm watching my kids shoot other animals. They're like, yeah, it's not Pokemon. <laughs> you, you gotta wonder though. Do you reckon you'll go into a battle? You know, you're just like barrage missiles, walk up, shooting them and everything. And do you reckon it pops up at the end? Oh, your Palmon fainted. No, mate, he, he definitely did not faint. <laughs> he's, he's not just fainted. He's a fine he's red mist now. Literally got bullet holes through his head. <laughs> oh, but we barely even touched the turkey oh, game yeah. show this week. We had to scale it right back, didn't we? We did. We kind of sort of picked some of our favourites. Yeah, I think we kind of went more for the retro style games. Yes. Maybe with the exception of Exoprimal. <laughs> yeah. Just because, let's face it, we just want to talk about shooting dinosaurs with mechs. Uh, it's retro. Dinosaurs yeah, yeah. are really old. D- d- yeah, good point, good point. Absolutely spot on. So it definitely deserves a place here. <laughs> good dinosaurs. And let's face it, Ghostbusters. As a kid of the 80s. Oh, definitely retro Ghostbusters. I still want to be a Ghostbuster. Do you know what? Elliot keeps asking me to dress up for Halloween with him. I keep going online and I keep looking at reproduction proton packs. I'm like, I want one of them. And Kerry's like, what, just for one day? I'm like, what are you on about? Like, you know, you just want it for one day, Halloween. I'm like, I'd wear this every single day. Well, I think that's all we've got for this week, isn't it? It is. It's been hectic as anything, but as always... We've been in Retro Gaming Dads and we'll catch you next time.